welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about teaching your children your language. On one of my visits to the United States of America before we finally relocated to this country, we paid a visit to one of our friends, a family friends. Um, he's married to a white woman, you know. And so, of course, their kids are biracial because he's black, he's African. He's black, but he doesn't really speak his own language. He speaks English and pidgin English, just, you know, like a, a basic lingua franca that we all have in Africa, apart from the English language. It sounds like English, but it's not really English. And his wife speaks um, English and other foreign languages. When we went to visit them, I realized that the biracial kids I expected would say hello or wave or something, but they came and, you know, they curtsied, they went down on their knee and, you know, other people will feel, oh my goodness, what is this? What are you doing? But it's a cultural thing for us, for our children to be respectful to people who are older, you know, and bend down to greet them and everything just to show respect. But the thing is, um, I had the conversation with the kids and I was like, so um, if you've learned so much about the African culture and where you're from, can you speak the language? And they were like, um, no, not really. And I said, okay, so, but do you know what your African names are? They knew what their names are, but even the way they pronounced it made me laugh. But I was very happy that, you know, they knew what their traditional names are and, you know, they could say it, even if the pronunciation is not that great. So I started thinking when we made the decision to move to America, I started asking myself questions about my kids. Like, am I going to teach them the language? Are they going to speak it fluently or... Are they going to come to America and be lost in the system and everything? And of course, when you're thinking about all the things you want to do when you move, you know, you have all these positive things, you have all these ideas in your head of what's going to happen when you move and all of that. But when you finally move, life happens and every other thing takes precedence over all the things that you had planned, you know. So when we moved to America, of course, my children, they came here when they were much younger. So their accents started changing. They have better American accents than I do. I don't have an American accent. Heck, I don't have any accent. I speak like I speak, you know, I speak like an African. But, you know, my kids sound more American, you know, now. And so when they started going to school, they were asked to learn Spanish because they started learning French at some point. And then when they started going to middle school and into high school, they were, you know, um, required to learn Spanish. And so I noticed that on one of the forms, I was supposed to fill a form for my daughter who was going to get a job somewhere as an intern and everything. And I was filling the form and she came and she sat with me and I'm like, okay, this part of the form, you are supposed to fill it because I filled my part. And I said to my daughter, okay, fill this part. And she was looking at me and I'm like, what's going on? And she says, um, they're asking what languages she speaks because it's very important. And she says, English, um, she can understand a little bit of Spanish, but not that she's very great at it because they're still doing it in school anyway. But she understands a little bit of Spanish, but that's it. And she filled it and we submitted. But in my head, I'm like, oh my goodness, am I failing? Am I failing as a mom, not just an ordinary mom, but an African mom? Am I failing 
my kids, have I allowed the whole system here in America to really prevent us from doing what we're supposed to do by making sure that our children don't forget where they're coming from or their roots or how to even speak or understand their own language? Because everybody can understand and learn English, but everywhere you go, you must be able to know what your language is about. You must be able to speak it and understand it because that's what, you know, being an ambassador of where you're coming from should be. That's what knowing who you are, your roots and not losing it, that's what it should be. That's what you have over people who've never been to Africa. But my kids were born and raised in Africa, you know, and I felt really bad. And so I called all my kids together and I said, that's going to change. We're going to start learning all over again because I tried to teach them when they were much younger. But of course, they forgot all those things. So they brought out their notepads and we do it as a lesson every day. I try to teach them parts of the body, numbers, you know, how to ask for this, how to say this and all of that. They know how to pronounce their African names. But at least when I speak Igbo, they're able, because I'm an Igbo girl, they're able to put some things together. They're able to put some words together. My husband speaks Yoruba. So he's teaching them little things, you know, that they could catch up with. But it's very important. And when I started telling people about it, they were like, look, this is America. What do they need their African language for? You know, it's not like they're moving back to Nigeria. But even when they visit Nigeria, people don't expect them to start speaking the language. I'm like, that's where you're wrong. They're supposed to know how to speak their language. It's very important as Africans that no matter where we go and no matter how long we live there, it's a thing of pride to be able to speak your language. And that's when I stumbled on an amazing guy on Instagram. He's called Obaino Dadimuna. It started like a joke with him and his daughter. So he records videos of them. Um, his daughter speaks with an American accent because she was born here. And she's barely, what, three, two? She's so young. The videos are about him and his daughter talking and him trying to teach his daughter how to pronounce things the African way, you know, how to speak Igbo, um, teaching her the names of stuff in Igbo, the language. And, you know, she says some words in English, and they are too American, and her father goes, um, that is not how to say it. You know, we, we say it this way in Africa. We're African, so you can't twist your tongue and try to sound this way. And it's so funny. It's fun to watch, but their videos started growing into something else. And now, you know, he's a brand ambassador for different things. So there's a lady that's written a book about um, Igbo language, teaching your children, especially kids abroad, you know, how to read and write Igbo and stuff like that. And it's amazing. I thought about it. I'm like, it would be an amazing thing to interview Obaino and ask him why he thought it was important to teach his daughter. But now she's like insta-famous because she has been recognized as a little kid who was born by African parents, but she was born in America. And she's not confused about who she is. She knows where she was born, but she also knows where she's coming from. She knows that this is a language that I'm supposed to know because I'm African. It doesn't change the fact that I live in America and I was born here and I can speak English. Because people say, oh, when you start to teach children the African language, it starts to affect their English accent. I'm like, that's not true. Teach your children English. Let them learn English and be able to speak the English language wherever they go is a plus. But the way they make everybody, regardless of your race or where you're coming from, the way they make everybody learn to speak French or Spanish which is universal every part of the world, you also have to remember that your children have a right to also learn to speak your own language so they don't lose where they're coming from. I can't have a child of mine speak just English and Spanish and they cannot speak my language. They're lost. You can't do that because there's no Spanish kid today that will be forced to learn Igbo language or that will be forced to learn Ghanaian language. No, they'll be forced to learn English and their language. 
There's no Chinese kid or Indian kid that will be forced to learn Igbo in school or any African language, but you're forced to learn other people's languages. Some schools make you learn Chinese language. So if they don't make other people learn our language, it's our responsibility to make sure that we learn it and we teach our children, because even some adults who are Africans don't know how to speak their language, and that's not right. So this is my solution. When adults go to um, ESL, you know, and they go to learn English language so that they can communicate, which is good, those adults who are Africans who know how to speak the English language anyway, they should start to go to classes that will teach them how to speak their own language. Maybe people should start creating classes for Igbo, Yoruba, Ghanaian language, Kenyan language, wherever, you know, wherever you come from. If you can speak and teach it very well, maybe you should start organizing classes for adults who have to learn their African language because there will come a time where the world will start looking to Africa and you have to be ready to represent. You have to be able to know the language. If not, you'll be considered as one of the lost ones and you will lose out on whatever it is that Africans are supposed to be entitled to. So I'm saying this now. It's like I'm seeing a vision of the fact that the world will turn to Africa at some point. And the time to start identifying with where we come from is now and to make sure that our children are not left out um, as regards where they're from. Let them learn the language and it will go a long way to really help balance their lives. Thank you for listening to this podcast and I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email excusemyafrican at gmail.com or visit the website excusemyafrican.com for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love.